That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. Hi there, I'm Malia Kamalova with teammate Kayleen Holden and guest co-host Kia Myers-Dugan. Welcome to The Females, a podcast from Career Contessa that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice for women so you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. Now, contrary to what it may feel like, you do not have to wait for a new year, a birthday, or even a new job opportunity to reinvigorate your career. You can start over or do a reset whenever you want. And that could be halfway through the year. It could be the minute you finish listening to this podcast, or it could be at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. But it's important for you to know is that you can make today or really any moment the start of setting you up for career success that's why on today's episode we'll be discussing why everyone should practice professional development and what career success even looks like plus three ways to set yourself up for career success and now this is the females Okay, so for many people, the terms career success and professional development can seem really broad or maybe even abstract. So let's break it down. First, how would you all define career success? What does that what does that even look like? I'm laughing a little bit to myself because our discussions are always so timely. Like I've been doing so much reading on this, and then <laughs> you know, we're talking about this. But for me, and I think defining success in your career is really personal. And I think there's a a fine line to walk because there's programming from society that comes into your definition. There are cultural perspectives. And then there's your family dynamic. And so I really define it as choice and listening to your own voice and then also not shooting on yourself. And I'm sure people have heard this mm-hmm. term before, but you know, the tyranny of the shoulds, which is really this internal bargaining that we do between our current self and our actual self and our ideal self and the world, 
that if we behave in a certain way or we do certain things, it will work out. And so that translates to career success in that, you know, okay, if I do these things, if I go after this career path, or if I do this thing just right, I will have success. But if you haven't defined it for yourself, then it's easy to lose your way. Yeah. And Kayleen, what's your definition? (laughs) No pressure Uh. after that beautiful (laughs) definition, but. I know, right? (laughs) So mine is more, I mean, it's, I agree with everything Mm -hmm. Kia said there, but also that like being open to the fact that the definition can change. um, And I think it's a, something we talk a lot about at Career Contessas. There's this, this drive to, this is what I want. This is the title I want. This is the pay grade I want to be in. And it's driving towards that, towards that, towards that. And then either making it there and kind of throwing your hands up in the air and being like, well, why am I not happy? Or or not making it there and feeling like you're a failure because you didn't make it there. So for me, it's about contentedness. It's about allowing for change. It's not welcoming giving up or welcoming like struggle and giving up, but it's about just being open to different roads opening, I guess. Yeah. And I think the key is like also if you change that definition or change goals within your career, it doesn't mean you're giving up or like a quitting, like quitting on something that you failed at. It's just like, it's just being more aware of of what you're mentioning, Kia, like your personal values without the external influence of what everyone else is doing. And so how would you all define professional development? Because I feel like that's also like kind of a hot word to be like, oh, this is professional development, what, what you should be investing in, whatever. And that means a lot of things. So what, what does professional development look like? At the risk of repeating myself, I feel like, again, at a very high level, it is your own definition. But I think traditionally, professional development, you know, when you're looking at a and I'm using air quotes, when you're looking at a traditional career trajectory or a traditional career path, it's, to me, professional development can be defined as the process of gathering those hard and soft skills to help you not only flourish in that particular role, but to move up the ladder, you know, that like proverbial ladder Mm -hmm. that we're all according to society and the talking heads that we're all supposed to be chasing. But, you know, if you are on that path that someone else has defined for you, prescribed for you of, oh, you really should do this, and you're not, you know, using your own kind of compass, then it's very possible that I think in in the process of professional development, you could be missing out on cues or other opportunities that can help you define your own professional development path. And again, to the point that we were talking about earlier, to help you really define what career success looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it can look like anything from as small as reading an article or buying a book about a topic you're interested in or a skill you want to increase in some way or it could be like enrolling in your company's training programs or whatever it is. So it's, it is very big. Sorry, the range is yeah. very big for what uh, it could be. But yeah, I think it's definitely crucial to go into it knowing how, how is it going to align with my personal values. And then there's also this surprise of when you're kind of going through your checklist of, of what you like, what, what it looks like to you, you might always find that you have a lot of the skills that are necessary. You just kind of haven't 
maybe translated them in a way. So I think a big thing is like taking an audit of your hard skills and your soft skills, even things that you might not even expect to have anything to do with your your job title and figure out ways either to strengthen them or to kind of remold them to fit, to either fit your job or to make your job even, you know, more impactful. Yeah. I think like basically thinking outside of the box when it comes to professional development of what you might think like, oh, I need to enroll in this course that is about public speaking. But is there other ways that you could um, increase those skills too? All It's all encompassing. So these are both super important. And up next, we will share three ways to set yourself up for career success. I'd like to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Public Goods. Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. They've got everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food. Public Goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Rather than buying a bunch of single product brands, Public Goods members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful, streamlined aesthetic. The design is so nice and clean, no bright colors and mismatched packaging. Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. I'm a big fan of their household products specifically. They've got everything from laundry detergent, trash bags, kitchen towels, to dish soap, and so much more. All of their products have a seamless minimalist design so that you don't have to deal with a bunch of mismatched items. It looks so nice altogether. Also, Public Goods ethically sources and obsessively develops each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. In fact, they plant one tree for every order placed and incorporate sustainability into every part of the company. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is crucial, and these small changes in the way we shop can make a big impact on personal health and the world at large. Public Goods uses a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers. Best of all, you can make your first purchase with no obligation. And good news, we worked out an awesome deal for the female's listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food store drops with your order. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash females or use code females at checkout. That's publicgoods, P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash females, F-E-M-A-I-L-S to receive $15 off your first order. Okay, so our first step to set yourself up for career success is set your personal requirements. So simply, this is your personal requirements are your needs and values, as we've mentioned earlier. Um, So these serve as your internal GPS. When you are clear on your core needs and values, they can provide clarity, empower you, and anchor you, which can help you fight against the tyranny of shoulds, as you mentioned, Kia, earlier. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think, I feel like we may have given this advice like in a previous episode, but really... Consciously going through and deciding what your personal requirements, your needs and values are is so important. And 
actually writing them down or saying them out loud will make a difference. It'll just like set you on a good path for career success, whatever it may be. You know, the thing I want to say about this, uh, because you're right, Aaliyah, I think we did speak to this in some way, shape or form. But this is this is a foundational element that so many people, when they are making a career pivot or thinking about what direction they want to take their career in, I think people discount the importance of this. And so, you know, a complaint that I hear a lot is when people get to their new job, um, you know, whether they've gone to a completely different company or they've pivoted, by not checking in with what's really important to you, you can often recreate what you were trying to leave, right? And so if you haven't recalibrated or really just in on what that GPS is, a la your personal requirements, that's how people end up recreating the same or very similar situation that they were trying to leave. So I, I don't think we can underestimate the importance of doing this kind of work. And do you have an example of like what a personal requirement would be? Yeah. So needs, which are your like short-term requirements, if you will, that that's what you need to feel like you're doing your best, being your best, et cetera. And your values are over the long term, right? Those conditions or requirements that have to be met over a, a longer period of time. But an example of a need could be stability, right? So perhaps you were just laid off and you're coming out on the other side of that. That could be a, a need that is really alive for you and really important for you right now because you don't want to go through what you just went through with dealing with unemployment and trying to make sure, you know, you can pay your bills and, and put food on the table. So that could be a personal requirement that has to be in place to, to drive that current definition of success and, you know, a value can be, and this is one thing that I hear a lot is being heard or feeling heard is a value that comes up a lot. Purpose or meaning. These are some values that you you discover that they've been met over the long term. But if your career success or the things that you're doing in your career aren't aligned with that, you can find yourself just kind of like being a ship without a sail, right? You're just you're just kind of floating. And that's how you can start feeling like, oh, like Maybe I'm not as successful as I thought I was, or maybe I don't know or am not as competent as I thought I was because you haven't anchored yourself in some of those really high, high level, high importance requirements. I also think um, it's important to, once you've um, established what your personal needs and goals are, I think, or at least personally, I, um, I know what they are. But I need to, and when we spoke about this, I even think last week on the podcast, it's saying it out loud, it's writing it down, it's like constantly mm -hmm. reminding yourself because you get pushed and pulled into so many things. I mean, whether it's hearing your, you know, your friend got a huge promotion with a huge salary bump and you go, oh, that, uh, what is yeah. that? Like, I feel jealous mm -hmm. or weird, but it's like, oh, wait, but I, I love my job. My, per like, my ch checklist is complete. Like, uh, that's not how I actually define success. So I think that like maybe doing like a weekly check-in is, or even like a daily check-in mm -hmm. or just like a, a kind of like a mm -hmm. yuck check-in, I guess, which is when you start to have that feeling of like, wait, is this, is this, is this a real need that I have? Or is this a need that someone else has that 
is like getting bounced mm-hmm, off yeah. me and reflected. Yeah. And it's really hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> like it does require <laughs> that pause of reflection mm-hmm. because it really is easy for just to like take in externally how everyone else is feeling. And you're like, me too. Yeah, that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One quick thing I want to say, Kayleen, about the the values check-in. And that's actually a piece of guidance that I give to my clients that do feel like they're just kind of on this roller coaster is after they've gone through the process of identifying their most important values, I actually have them write it a value out. Maybe not all of them. I ask them to identify one value that they want to center themselves in for the week, just to give them some kind of anchor and to build that muscle of like checking in, tuning in and letting that be your guide for success for just for that week, right? Like let's not Mm -hmm. even talk about you know, a longer term proposition. It's just what do you need to feel successful in your job that week? And sometimes it is just centering yourself on one of your personal requirements. I love that exercise because you immediately feel like you have so much more control yes. over your own career when at times it feels like in the career world, it's just like you're waiting on a promotion, you're waiting on an approval of this thing, you're waiting on a job interview or whatever. And that exercise is really great because it's so, you can immediately see how much control you have over your own success. So I, yeah, I think that's a really great idea. Yeah. I want to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Bionic, and why I am in love with their shoes. Bionic is a global footwear brand perfect for working women. Why? because Vionic shoes are the most supportive shoes ever, and they deliver that support, comfort, and wellness without sacrificing style. That's why they are perfect for busy women who want great-looking professional footwear that keeps up with what everyday dishes out, 9 to 5 and beyond. Vionic shoes feature an innovative podiatrist-designed footbed concealed on the inside. This amazing footbed delivers three-zone comfort with ultimate arch support. Zone 1 includes the deep heel cup for stability. Zone 2 includes ultimate arch support for overall uplifting foot contact. And Zone 3 encompasses ball of foot cushioning. I have a pair of Ionic lace-up sneakers that I wear on my midday walks. They truly are so supportive and comfortable, and they look really cute. I got mine in a cream color, and they have a small crocodile accent, which gives the shoes an extra stylish pop. But my most favorite feature about the shoes has got to be the comfort. As soon as I put my shoe on, I felt the arch support right away. And so they really help me on these walks that I take to break up my workday. And they don't just have casual sneakers. So whether you're looking for dressier heels and flats, fashion sneakers and casuals, weather resistant and waterproof boots, activewear, casual sandals, or even cozy slippers, Vionic has you covered. Plus, Vionic's 30-day wear test means there's no reason not to try them. If you aren't satisfied after 30 days of wearing your shoes, you are able to return them for a full refund, even if you've worn them outside. Enjoy free shipping on vionicshoes.com with the promo code FEMALES. That's vionicshoes.com promo code FEMALES, F-E-M-A-I-L-S, to receive free shipping on your shoes. All right, let's get back to the show. 
Okay, so our second step is to start with the end in mind. So the best way that I feel like I can describe this to help people understand is think about when you're using Google Maps. When you are trying to reach a destination, if you don't have the address or if you don't even have the intersection, it's Google Maps cannot give you the steps or at least generalized steps to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. And I like that because the same concept goes for your career or really even your life. You know, if you are not clear on the general destination of where you're going, you know, it doesn't even have to be like your full career vision, right? If you don't have a generalized destination of what you're trying to get to, maybe over a a one or two month period, it's hard for you to get the steps to get there. So going to defining career success. If you're not clear on what career success looks like for you, you know, what it means, what it looks like, it will be hard for you to have clarity on what steps you need to take or should take. Now, see, I said should, and I'm like, the tyranny of the shoulds. Um, But you won't have clarity on what steps you could take or that would be ideal to take in order to reach that destination. So, you know, just thinking of a title, for instance, if success looks like becoming a CFO or having a thriving side hustle, if those are your definitions of success, even if the endpoint changes, at least you have some idea of what steps you need to take in order to get to those endpoints. So in coupling that end vision that you have that comes up when you're thinking about your career success, having that vision and coupling it with the personal requirements that we talked about, that can be a guidepost that you check yourself against. Yeah. And I think uh, when you're coming up with those steps to get to that end goal, a lot of that's just based on research, right? Like you're doing informational interviews, you're reading about companies that going back to like your personal requirements align with those. So those are all like the way you figure out those steps to get there. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of like time investment, yeah. right? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, when you set them up, I mean, this is essentially, I guess, kind of like goal setting mm-hmm. and it's, you know, way quote unquote easier to divvy everything up into like little palatable steps, which makes everything seem more uh, <laughs> Yes, for your day-to-day oh, yes. Yes. set. <laughs> So our third and final step to set yourself up for career success is celebrate your wins. So I think people really underestimate the power of celebrating your wins. I, I know that even we're guilty of it because it's it's go, go, go mm-hmm. all the time. So they don't always have to be a huge milestone. A win could look like having a tough conversation or it could look like crossing out everything on your to-do list or, you know, some of the things on your to-do list. So when you're powering through one thing to the next and never taking time to reflect on your wins, you'll lose sight of the fact that you ever had a win. So that's kind of takes you to that Friday feeling of like, what did I even do this week? And it's like, oh, nothing. But if you are keeping track of your wins, even if you're taking like two minutes, even if you do make a checklist every day and you can go back and say, wow, I I, I did a ton this week and I accomplished a lot. It's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this goes back to like those small steps to get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. It just, you literally would get a rush from like completing these tasks and you're like, oh, I'm one step Mm -hmm. closer. Even though it's a small step, it's a step towards where I want to be. And it's a lot more than nothing if I just didn't do it at all. 
I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I'll have to look it up. But um, someone was talking about these like short wins and to actually like give yourself a reaffirming noise or victory every time you accomplish, like literally going yes or like woohoo or whatever <laughs> it is. Um, and I was like, I like that because that immediately just brings you to like this present moment of just like, all right, I did this. Like go me for doing this little task, even though it seems little, but, but I do like that it grounds you and keeps you focused on what you want. First of all, I love that having an audible recognition mm-hmm. of you achieving anything on your to-do list, right? Because it like, it takes you out of the mm-hmm. like hustle mentality and gets you in, gets you very present. But the thing I was going to say of what celebrating your win prevents is this by not celebrating your wins is a breeding ground for imposter syndrome. Because when you get ready to go for that promotion or apply for a new job elsewhere, if you haven't done that job of getting present, it's really easy for you to be like, oh, I haven't done anything. I haven't achieved anything. And then you have to go back, you know, to old emails or notes mm-hmm. and try to piece it together. But if you've been doing this in fits and starts along the way, it can really help with taking the temperature down on imposter syndrome for sure. And all these steps are ongoing yes. too. Like we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. it's you can start or take a pause whenever. It's just, it's constantly going. I was also going to say that if you don't take this time to celebrate your wins, then your your work tends to get like accented by failures or like or tiny mistakes or things like that because those are it's it's easier to remember those and have those be the the defining moments than it is for cuz they cuz they just are. They will like glob onto mm-hmm. you. So it's sort of setting this habit to make sure that that your wins are also globbing onto you. Also, it's just more fun. It's more fun. So puts you in a better mood. Give, give yourself a break. Yeah. Just enjoy, enjoy your wins. Yes. Okay. So to recap, um, our three ways to set yourself up for su- success is to set your personal requirements. Our second step is to start with the end in mind and then build steps um, to get there. And our third and final step is to celebrate your wins. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Females. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review and you can even share future topics you want us to cover. They really help our show ratings and that means The Females will get recommended more often to new listeners. And if you're ready to give your career a boost, we highly recommend Lauren's new book, Power Moves. She'll teach you how to pivot, reboot, and build a career of purpose. There's a link in the show notes to learn more about Power Moves or you can go to powermovesbook.com to order. And if you notice that fear is blocking you from making decisions that set you up for career success, you can grab my free mini course on overcoming fear. And we've linked to this in the show notes as well. 